Welcome back to Gridlocked. My name is Tracy Taylor. I am a Seattle area traffic reporter, and this, what you're listening to, is my podcast. Thank you again for joining me. Uh, Welcome back to your week, I guess. I mean, it is, what, Thursday? Well, yeah, it is. It's Thursday. (laughs) Well, the end of your week. Getting ready to go into the weekend. Uh, Lots to cover in today's episode of Gridlocked. We've got a lot to recap, too. And I just want to give another big thanks to Ian Sterling from the Washington State Ferries for joining us uh, last week to talk a little bit about, of course, everything that's happening with the Washington State Ferries and answering a lot of our questions of why we don't have those north-south boats that run. Now, if you have a question, I'm just going to throw this out there because that's what I do. I just throw things out and just hope that they stick. It's kind of like how this podcast kind of happened. Throw it out there. See if it sticks. Um, And uh, again, you can always reach me at my social platforms. Easy for me to say. That's Tracy T. Traffic uh, on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook, and that's Tracy Taylor Traffic. Or you can reach me on my website, and that's TracyTaylorTurner.net. Okay, a couple of things I want to touch on, one of which is an update to something that we talked about a couple of weeks ago about the South Valley 5 and Highway 16 interchange and how that is just notorious for so many problems. Once again, uh, State Patrol, DOT doing major emphasis on that stretch of road between Port of Tacoma Road all the way out to the Tacoma Mall. And within those last few weeks, we haven't seen much in the way when it comes to Uh, accidents, then again, I mean, we've had our fair share of rainy weather. You know as well as I do when rain happens, we have some big problems on the roads. Well, not in this case. The speed limit was dropped a couple of weeks ago or about a week ago on that stretch of road, both directions, because that's a work zone. And this is not only for the safety of drivers, but it's for the safety of the DOT workers as well. And I know that we had talked briefly about how uh, DOT went orange not too long ago, where uh, they were, you saw a lot of orange on, on a lot of their campaigns, whether it be their website and uh, and just a lot of their uh, like media releases. Uh, that was all due in part to uh, WashDOT's Worker Safety Week, Worker Safety Awareness Week. And if you haven't seen the pictures yet, I'm going to post these up on my website at tracytaylorturner.net. Uh, some of the horrific accidents that happen in the overnight hours, even sometimes during the daylight hours, whether it's an impaired driver or an or inattentive driver that hits the back of one of the DOT workers' uh, trucks, whether it be a big working truck or whether it be a small working truck, an IRT truck, uh, wow. Some of the pictures are absolutely breath. I mean, they stole my breath. It is unbelievable how some of the workers from DOT have walked away from some of these horrific accidents. So, again, um, I'll post some of those pictures up on my uh, social platforms, and you'll find them at TracyTaylorTurner.net. So, again, just to recap, we talked about the stretch of roadway on South 95 and Highway 16. Uh, They've dropped the speed limit through there. So that's the update on that. But I do have an update for the weekend as we get closer and closer to the weekend. Drivers on Saturday night are going to find southbound 5 to westbound 38th and southbound 5 to westbound 16 to shut down. Now, that's in the overnight hours, Saturday night into Sunday morning. Now, Sunday morning, you're going to notice a new traffic shift for drivers. 
Southbound 5 and eastbound 16 exit to 38th. You're now going to be able to turn right off that exit ramp. So that's great on that front. That new traffic shift will go into place again Sunday morning. We'll notice that on Monday morning as well. Uh, it's something that I will be keeping an eye on over on Cairo 7 and uh, here at, well, at Cairo Radio where you find me in the afternoon. Okay, road projects we need to talk about because it is spring, it is summer, and yeah, that means a lot more orange barrels on the roads. I know you guys all, I heard you, I heard you grunt, I heard you groan. Listen, I am all for the road work project if that makes our roads that much better. I don't know about you, but I have encountered quite a few car-eating potholes uh, on the roads. And this isn't just on I-5, I mean, this is on some of the surface streets like Airport Way South. I will not drive Airport Way South anymore. Not until things get fixed. Wow. I mean, this is like enough to ruin the suspension in your vehicle pothole kind of Armageddon that's happening out there. It is brutal. So Revive I-5 is firing up once again. Now, you remember last summer they were doing it in the northbound direction and working basically all the way out from Kent Around Stay Route 516, all the way into the downtown. As a matter of fact, I think it went as far as out, uh, far out as Ravenna. Well, now DOT crews have been working not only on the weekend hours but in the overnight hours on parts of southbound I-5, and that's exactly what they've been doing this week in the overnight hours. And now, mind you, a lot of this work that's happening is weather dependent because they have to stripe and they have to grind and they have to lay down some new asphalt. So uh, you're going to notice a shift for our drivers on southbound I-5 outside of the convention center right around James Street. They're going to move you off of the main line and move you into the collected distributor lane so they can do some of that work. Again, Overnight hours into the weekend, there will be some weekend closures too. It's something that I'm keeping an eye on. But there's another project that's happening. Well, I should say two. So last year, DOT just couldn't get the weather to work or cooperate with the road work that they wanted to do, the repaving, restruct, well, yeah, repaving of Highway 2 across the trestle. So many weekends they were going to shut it down and put traffic down below the trestle. Yeah, well, they got to get back onto that, and that's exactly what they're going to start doing here soon. So two projects on Highway 2, uh, Highway 2 to I-5, the rehab on the trestle, and now they've got a new project called the Bickford to Gold Bar. So what they're going to do is they're going to remove the old pavement between Bickford and Monroe, build new medians. They're going to replace and repair some expansion joints. They're going to do some inspection to the bridges, and they're going to rehab a stretch of road that I hear from a lot of you that really needs this on Highway 9 and Highway 2. So that's another project that we need to keep on our radar throughout the spring and summer. So projects that I'm working on right now, not only for Cairo TV, where you find me every morning from 4.30 to 7, but for Cairo Radio as well. Now, I have been doing traffic in this city for close to 20 years. Wow, I'm really dating myself when I say that. Woo! Who knew I would uh, be loving my job as much as I do to continue doing this? Well, I do because I love traffic and I love helping people and I love helping you get around some of these backups. So the project that I'm working on right now for Cairo TV has a lot to do with one of the biggest gripes that I hear from drivers, and it's about merging. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, how people can and cannot do that. It's like a yield. You, you, uh, 
Drivers just don't know how to do that either. Or going through a roundabout. It's like I need to educate people about going through a roundabout as well. It's the simple things like that. But like a zipper merge, man, let me, I'm not even going to get on my soapbox about that. Now, we talked to one of my coworkers. His name is Chris Sullivan. He is over on a Cairo radio. He's on in the morning. So he's like my counterpart. So when you see me on TV, he's over here on the radio side of things. Uh, you know, that's something that both Chris and I talk about at great lengths about zipper merch and how that alone will alleviate some of the congestion and some of the big backups that we see throughout our city, throughout our roadways. Uh, it's something that we just not, to, not only need to re-educate ourselves about, but it's something that we need to start implementing. And that's something that I'm working on right now. Uh, I hope you will tune in. You're going to see a lot more about that and a couple of other projects that I'm working on for Cairo 7 TV. But I'm also keeping an eye on uh, a new bill. And, you know, and I'm not I'm not going there. I'm not going to poke fun at anybody. I know that some people are just like, yeah, I don't care. I'll pay the fine and that's fine. But it is a new bill that has been introduced and it's going to add fines to uh, HOV lane violators. Have you driven the HOV lane all by yourself with nobody in the car? Come on. You know, you've done it. Everybody's done it. So now this new bill will bump up the fines. Currently, an HOV lane violator, if caught by state patrol, will be fined $136. If this new bill goes into play, it bumps 50 bucks to 186. But that's only for the first time. If you think just doing it one time and you're going to keep paying $136 to $186? No, 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 no. You're sorely mistaken because if this new bill passes the second time, it bumps to $336. And then if you do it a third time and caught, you're going to pay $686. Oh, wait. And if you try to trick people or a state patrol, you know, like putting a dummy in, in the car, dude. I man, the pictures I have seen what people do and go to the great lengths that they do to make it look like somebody is in their passenger seat. Well, if you're caught trying to trick, you pay an extra $200 on top of the fine. So if say for instance you're driving around and like, okay, I'm just going to put my hat on my you know, on my passenger side, it's going to look like a person. I've already been busted 3 times in the HOV lane. Yeah, I pay I'm I've got a fine for $686 possibly. Oh, wait. Not only will you get dinged another $686, you're going to pay an extra $200 on top of that. So this is only if this new bill gets passed. But where this money goes, I know. That's the big question you guys always want to know. Where is the money going? Well, if this new bill is passed, a portion of this money will go fund transportation systems. And the new it'll fund for traffic safety and congestion relief. So I'm just saying, you know, I think the biggest argument and I think what I hear from a lot of people, and especially when the 520 tolls went into place and then the 405 express toll lanes also went into place, it is uh, time is money. You know what? You don't care. You need to get where you need to go and you don't care at what cost. I understand that. I totally understand that. Everybody, everybody's got to be somewhere, right? And some days you're running behind. 
The kids are a little late to get out, you know, to get to the car and get them in, get them shuffled out. You got to get them to school. Now you're officially 30 minutes late for work. Oh, wait. And your drive time right now from, say, Everett to Seattle is already at 75 minutes. <sighs> you know what? Driving in that HOV lane is not a bad idea. Well, it is a bad idea if you're a solo driver. Sometimes paying the tolls, is, I mean, is worth it, especially over on the 405 corridor. I'm telling you. It's not a bad thing. The hot lanes, man, I'll pay that $8 if I can scoot all the way up to that 405 merge and not have to wait 25 minutes to get from Auburn to Renton. I'm telling you, it's not a bad idea. But it is something that we're going to keep an eye on, of course, with the new fines and everything, everything that kind of goes into play with that. Uh, Now, that's only if this bill passes. So that's kind of wrapping things up for this week on uh, the edition of gridlocked. I've got a lot of things that are on, like heavily on my mind, especially going into spring and summer uh, and road projects too, that I'm really starting to kind of dig a little bit deeper into. So uh, it's something that I'm working on for next week. We will get more into that. Again, if you have questions, I would love to get the answers for you. So please reach out to me on my social platforms. That's Tracy T Traffic. All right. That's on Twitter. Or you can reach out to me on my website. Again, that's TracyTaylorTurner.net. I love talking traffic, and I love talking to you guys. And I really, really appreciate you taking the 15, 20 minutes uh, a week to stop and listen to this podcast. It means an awful lot to me. So again, thanks for listening. If you have it, tell your friends about it and subscribe over on iTunes. And I will see you next week for another edition of Gridlocked.